Trade. Welcome back to The Trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you guys again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and that hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. And I also would like to remind you guys, if you guys have a betrayal story and you guys want to come on, be sure to hit us up in the links in the description, and we'll be sure to talk to you about it and bring you on. Yeah, don't be... also... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I just want to... One more thing. What I learned is that if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, which I know we have listeners on there, you can also subscribe on there. So if you're subscribed to us on Spotify and iTunes for Apple Podcasts, I appreciate you guys. It means a lot. Yeah, I just learned something. Thank you guys very, very much. And uh, like I was I was interrupting her, but um, you guys don't be afraid if you do have a story to reach out to our personal Instagrams. I We do check new messages pretty regularly, so please do. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start this one off with an article, and then I think we just need to talk about something that's going on that everybody else is talking about. But let's, let's start off. With, with something I got. This, uh, I hate to make a joke of the situation, but obviously the officers involved in this have somewhat of a sense of humor. U.S. Marshals and Scranton Police Department verify addresses of registered weirdos living in Scranton area. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Today, United States Marshals Martin J. Payne announced the results of Operation Dunder Mifflin. And yeah, that's literally Scranton, Pennsylvania, Dunder Mifflin, uh, the office, all that right there. So I thought it was kind of funny, but this is a pretty serious thing. An effort to verify registered addresses of convicted offenders. Between August 7th and September 17th, the U.S. Marshal Service coordinated with the Scranton Police Department supported by the Pennsylvania State Police and Megan Laws section to verify the registered home addresses of 219 registered offenders living in around Scranton. 13 of these offenders were found to be in violation of their registration laws. Nine were arrested and four are sought for violations. We'll leave the link. It actually shows pictures, gives a short description. And then there was a short statement from both the marshal, again, the United States Marshal Payton stated that Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act of 2006 designated the U.S. Marshals as the federal agency responsible for helping local and state authorities locate, arrest, convicted weirdos who failed to comply with their Megan Laws requirements. It's a mission that receives top priority and constant attention within our agency. And the Scranton Chief of Police, Leonard A. Nami Odoka, added, This joint operation was successful in ensuring those required to register remain compliant, and those who are in violation are brought before the court to answer for their non-compliance. The cooperation between Scranton Police Department and our law enforcement partners is paramount into making our communities safe for all citizens. Then they go on to list four other men who range from the ages of youngest 20 and all the way up to 47 that they're still looking for. I just thought it was kind of, like I said, it was kind of funny that they have a sense of humor. They called it Operation Dunder Mifflin. I thought that was, it's just funny. It shows that they're still human. Right. And I mean, there were times where we would talk 
about insane things that we were hearing from these guys and we would make jokes. I mean, we would send each other screenshots of our conversations and be like, look at what these guys say and make some kind of joke out of it, even though it's not funny. Just because like you gotta make yourself feel better somehow. You know, we'd make fun of pictures they'd send us. We'd make memes out of their faces. Chris would send us some of the funniest things sometimes. I think it was Travis Joe Benson. He sent us some things about him. And you gotta make a when when you're surrounded by so much darkness, you gotta make a little light. And sometimes the dark humor is exactly what does it. But I like seeing that the uh, law enforcement has a little bit of a sense of humor and they're office fans. I love that show. <laughs> Been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. So the next thing we're going to go into just cause we haven't talked about this. And I mean, even I, I talked to drew one night and I was even surprised that we haven't talked about this because this whole thing is a betrayal story. Right? I mean, isn't it? This whole thing is a betrayal. It, it story. was, but I think, because there was someone else that we respect that was a little hesitant to get involved as well. And I think it seemed a little cheesy because so many people, there was a certain very So famous, many people. Well, I mean, yeah. the big one was dog coming in yeah. and like, and yeah. it just made it. But now that, I don't know if, if you wanted to say it, but I'm ruin it. They've found some remains and they've found um, the notebook and a backpack. I think that was the two things. Yeah. And uh, sure. the story looks like it's came to a very crazy end. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's maybe it's some homeless person that was out there. I don't know. Who knows, right? Until we get the official report, we don't know. But from the live stream that was from today that I watched, it just, he was very vague, right? And he said at the end, like, along the lines that this comes to a close. And it was like, comes to a close, you know? And that was, like, the big question that a lot of us that was watching had. And that's why I think we just all have a bunch of questions and we all just want a bunch of answers. And another thing is, like, say it is Brian, right? Say it is him. Is there justice? Do you feel that there is justice if it is him? I think that was a big question that a lot of the live chat had. And I just wanted to bring it over here because that's an interesting question. It's an inter interesting question and a heavy one. And it's, uh, this is nothing but our opinions. Is there justice? I mean, he's, he's gone. I mean, that's I'm kind of one of those people that's like, it's nice when the trash takes itself out. And um, it doesn't bring Gabby back no matter what happens to him. Hopefully that notebook can give them maybe some more closure. I don't, I don't think that that family will ever have, you know, that's a hole that will probably always be there. That always will never fully heal. But uh, yeah, the, the way when you said that the, how he said it, uh, this ends makes me think that, the notebook has something in it. Mm. But we'll know for because they have to tell us, right? Uh, if it's for sure Brian or not when they find out through. I mean, the pap the public is so it, it, 
up in yeah. their business. I mean, I couldn't see them not. They'll release it as soon as they legally can, I would guess. Hmm. So what do you think about his parents helping on the Oh, I actually day? wanted to talk about this. We, we, yeah. we always talk a little bit about our subjects before we record, but we usually cut each other short. We're like, we... whoa, 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 let's, let's talk about this. So I don't know if this is one of those cases where you actually do have, um, you know, the stereotypical parent of a criminal who doesn't know what to do and just wants to protect them. I mean, there's always that argument. Mm -hmm. But it also might be one of those things where the public is so out on a witch hunt. And maybe they have been cooperating more than we know. Maybe they're lawyers and maybe the FBI has told them to remain quiet and maybe in hopes that maybe Brian would reach out. I mean, there's so many sitting on the outside. It's so easy for us to judge them. And I don't think there's enough information out there to make a complete like fair judgment. Like could have they been um, more publicly. Uh, I'm trying to think of a word like an appropriate word for it, like show more empathy for the miss her missing. And then once she was, you know, actually found, but maybe we, we don't know what their lawyers um, and what the FBI and everyone else told them either. I, I, I think um, my judgment for them personally is going to come when we have more information. That's just me. I don't know what, how you feel about it. Uh, I think the same thing. I mean, I don't, that's the thing is I don't like to go off of, you know, not a lot of facts, you know, and we don't have a lot of facts. We don't know a lot when it comes to them. But one thing that I do know that I thought was odd was um, the beginning, the beginning of the timeline when Ryan shows up without Gabby and then they go camping so you know what i mean i want to be like because okay when i saw the people in the front of the lawn especially like i don't even want to name names because i don't even want to give people attention like that but there was just a few people who went to the laundry's house for purposefully like i'm not talking about dog the bounty hunter i'm talking about other people who purposely went to the house for like a publicity or like just to be talked about in like these live streams and in the news or whatever right and they they even made a really loud fuss and it's like i don't i don't agree with that you know that's annoying i don't i don't care for that i mean if you're gonna do it do it but i don't agree with it i don't care that's annoying but it's not how you're gonna get answers you know like there's a woman who was right next to the dad and the dad was about to talk and she's screaming it's like if you'd shut up maybe you'd actually get a real conversation which could turn into an interview with him but you're screaming and he's talking and we can't even hear what he's saying and that's just not that's not how you go about things like if you you really want to make headlines i guess right you'd actually get him talking and us be able to hear him so this is you brought up the a good point with the uh with them going camping um but that's another thing where i'm just like we don't know what investigators have told them what if they told them and this is like to go maybe, camping to, well to get more information out of them maybe because maybe that's where it was a place where he's more oh. comfortable and things like that and maybe they were wired 
because they but were. But this there. was at the very beginning, though, right? Like, uh, cops didn't even know. I feel like okay, if my but that, son... well, that the public didn't know, but we don't know what. Okay, you, you get what know, I mean. You, you, you get don't what know I mean? what the laundry's called. The cops is that what you're saying? Yeah, we don't know that completely. Mm. We we like. I feel like I understand people's resentment, and I feel I think that uh, it's really weird how they're acting, considering that like she lived there and he did come back without her. Like, how would you not already think something is horribly wrong? But well, if my son came home from an across the country trip. And he didn't have his girlfriend who had been living, you know, with us. I would question right away where she, I'd be like, where's Gabby? How's Gabby doing? And right away as a mother, you can tell on your son's face if something's wrong. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. You I mean, know, my mom. Yeah. I'm a mom. Yeah. So that's just like, I, but we don't know. Like, like I, don't I know. said, it's just like, I feel like. I would feel really bad if we've all been sitting here screaming which, 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 and then it turns out they were actually like cooperating and trying to get more information. Right. And that that would be because That's just because their like... son is a piece of garbage doesn't mean that they necessarily are. Like sometimes people are good people and give their kids a good upbringing, and their child is just not good. Just and, not... and they were, you know, they did say where Brian was and where they found these things was where. It is weird. The, it is know? weird. I mean, they do know a lot of details, but then again, he was like a, I don't want to, well, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a POS. So he's kind of like a wannabe survivalist. So maybe that was just regular places he went often. I don't know. I don't know the terrain enough. You know what I mean? It's like one thing to look at the news and feel like you know what's going on, but. Well, that's the thing. They they did give some information. They did tell them that where he was in that area, right? In that vicinity. And he ended up being found his things, at least, and remains next to his things. any decent defense lawyer tells you to not talk. So, oh, yeah. I mean, so, so maybe they lawyered up really early on. I think the people... I think it's just more of a public thing. The public want to hear the answers right now when even you and I know things take time. Things take time in these cases well, with and, and we have, murders, we... the R words. It all takes time. Even if your favorite hunter who catches these guys, they don't hear things for months, if at all, you know, about the catches. So like everything takes time when it's the, in the legal system well and not only that like people have a, a really big misconception on how fast like lab turnaround stuff is it's like it's not like the tv show where they just walked in the lab and they're like analyze this right CSI? Like, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i mean they do have they can do a lot of crazy stuff but things are you know time consuming. not that fast they're faster than they <laughs> used to not be. 30 minutes <laughs> not 30 seconds or ever how they are in shows but uh it's definitely not over but i think part of the the ferocity of like how the public is with answers has to do with also they already lived a life that was so public and now all of a sudden everything everything's gone so everyone wants like they want to know the answers because everyone's watched the videos they all fell in love with gabby everyone hates brian and they all they want to know what's what's going on and i think 
probably our addiction to social media as a society is probably playing into that a little bit. But I, I like I said, like the public is so on them. They're as soon as they have answers and they're legally allowed to, we're gonna get answers mm-hmm, without for a doubt. Sure. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's uh, I've been paying attention since the very beginning, and I I felt the same as you. I I knew everybody was going to be talking about it. So anything that we said, you know, what could we say that's different? So I think if it is coming close to an end, I uh, we just wanted to give you guys some of our opinions and talk about this, ask some questions back and forth, and if you guys know anything that we don't know, let us know in the comments. Or reach out and, you know, we or if we said something wrong, correct us, you know, because yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, we're not, you know, armchair detectives, we were not following every single little thing about this from the beginning, but we know enough to know that it's messed up and it is, it is a form of a betrayal story, and it just goes to show it can be anyone like. You know, it can be anyone. Yeah, and it's such a young life taken so soon. So sad. So young, right? And all she wanted to do was be a a travel van vlogger. Like, that is so cute, you know? Yeah, she's doing something that, you know, a lot of people later in life, those would be cherished memories. Very, very cherished memories. A lot of people, like, I, I saw someone talking about it. I think it was her stepdad said she was doing stuff most people wait till they're 65 to do. Right. And I was like, I, I do like seeing the parents, they still try and, uh, I don't know, they try and keep her spirit alive, which is cool to see. It's got to be really hard for all of them. That's I, I can't even imagine. Even through that one YouTube video that they have up and then the, some of the Instagram posts and stories, you just tell how creative she is. So creative and like neat and like artistic and everything had a place. And it was like, there wasn't a bare wall or a bare place on the counter. It was like, there was just full of things and it was just so cute, you know? that She made it her in his place for the road. And it's hard to do that when you live even in a trailer or a camper or a van or you're in this van life. I know a, there's a lot of van life people on YouTube and TikTok and one of those has, people found the van on video, remember? Remember when right? that came out? Yeah. And with his kids and the dogs. Yeah. And I have not seen a van as well put together and creative as hers, I feel like. I I don't know. She she probably was one of those people that could have been something very big as far as uh, like a YouTube bot yeah. type edge. She had that personality and it's... Mm-hmm. And even because I, I, as a photographer, videographer, I like to pay attention to like when people are filming the angles, right? And like the color and just everything, right? Not so much the content, but how it's being made. And just how she would pan to her tent that had like just the way she had her tent set up even it was adorable and then the hammock to the right like with the trees and how she panned up and you could see just her whole little setup with the van right there and the doors were open it was just so it was just so creative and i know that like maybe talking about something like this could make someone sad but like like this is who she was and this is what she wanted and 
Absolutely. It's to keep you know? the actual memory of her alive, the the yeah. real side of her, not just the tragic story of the end. Yeah. Very bubbly girl. Very great. <laughs> so I think we're going to end it on that note. Like I said, if there's anything that you guys want to let us know, if you have a betrayal story or if you want to not listen to us on YouTube, you can click the links in the description, go to our Spotify, go to our Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever else that's a podcast <laughs> platform out there. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you guys. Until next time, Banana Cats. Banana Cats, much love. Peace.